Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, Beth. Yo, Beth. Yo, Beth. That's On Saturday, it's all even with your boy Barry Grant. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcast. You can listen to the show on Podbeam as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. I'm all over the place, man. And trust me, go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like, share, and comment because the page is growing, baby. At All Even Wave, get on that wave. Episode 91, we on our way to 100, lots to get into, NBA Finals, we're going to talk about that and how I feel about the Bucks at this particular moment, phone the friend is back as well, and then the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week, so let's just jump right into it, there's a movie that I grew up watching called Roadhouse, I was a big Patrick Swayze fan, rest in peace Patrick Swayze, that was the dude. And in this movie, he plays like a well-renowned bouncer, controller of the club, making sure nothing happens, making sure the the club is profitable, and it's, you know, he takes like the worst ones and, and turns it into something good, right? So he goes to Kansas City, uh, you know, this rundown club, and, you know, he's doing his thing. So you got some guys that are in there that are, you know, causing ruckus and all that. So Patrick decides to, you know, Dalton was the name of his character. So Dalton goes over there and says, hey, listen, you know, you guys can't be in here. You know, if you can't calm down, you got to go. So one of the dudes says, well, we're just doing what everybody else is doing, man. We're just having fun. We're having a good time. So then Dalton says to them, you're too stupid to have a good time. And then a fight breaks out. He kicks their asses, throws them out of the club, and, you know, the rest is history. I bring this up because the guys in the club remind me of Mike Budenholzer and the Milwaukee Bucks. You're too stupid to have a good time. Now, I'm not calling anybody in regards to intelligence stupid. I want to get that out there before everybody says, oh, my goodness, Calling people stupid now. Like, no, 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 no. Charles said it. I'm going to say it my way. The Milwaukee Bucks play stupid basketball. When you think that they have it all figured out in regards to being able to dominate the paint, drive to the basket, draw fouls, rotate on defense, do the the little things that they need to do, they don't do. 
Drew Holiday's out there shooting threes like he's Steph Curry and can't bang any. Chris Middleton had a rough game in game two. We understand that. Giannis had a great game. 42 points. He had 20 points in the third quarter. The most since Michael Jordan in the NBA final. So there were good things that happened. But the stupid basketball continued. Giannis shot five threes. Why do they feel that they have to shoot so many threes? And also, why does Coach Budenholzer believe that Brooke Lopez should play any significant big-time minutes in this series? I'm not saying that he shouldn't play. I'm saying that he right now is not effective. He's getting beat on pick and rolls. Aiton is doing exactly what he wants to do down there. You have to switch it up. That's where the stupid line comes in because your head coach is supposed to be able to put you in position to be able to execute and execute the right way, the smart way. See where I'm getting at? They don't play smart basketball. They don't understand what's going on in regards to the importance of certain periods in the game. They just don't get it. Now, they started off game two very, very well. But they allowed Phoenix to just shoot the lights out from three. At what point do you say, Brooke Lopez can't be out here. We have to go to a different lineup. Put Giannis at the five. Let him go against Aiton. Go smaller. Get more versatile on the wing. No. Coach Budget, okay. Go out there, Brooke. Go ahead. Do what you got to do. I don't make adjustments over here. That's what I call stupid basketball. They've done it the entire postseason. They lucked out in Brooklyn because two of the stars got hurt, and they almost lost if it wasn't for Kevin Durant's big-ass foot. So this is what I'm saying is that what they're doing in this series really isn't much different than what they've done in the previous series. They've played the same way. Stupid basketball. And they've lucked out to get to the NBA Finals. But guess what? They're playing a better team. They're playing a better coach team. They're playing a more motivated team. They're playing a team that's making adjustments quarter to quarter, end to end. Making sure that they're understanding what's going on. Keeping that other team off balance. Keeping the Bucs off balance. They're doing that. Coach Bud? No, sitting on his hands. Yeah, I'm just going to throw Brooke out there. It's fine. It works. It does not. Bobby Portis needs to get more than five minutes in game two. Bobby Portis was very big in that Atlanta series to clinch the Eastern Conference Championship for the Bucs. He had two back-to-back really good games in five and six. So why wouldn't you feel the need to play him in the NBA Finals. This is the thing that just, it puzzles me. Again, stupid basketball. So how are they going to be able to fix this? I don't really know. Phoenix did what they had to do. They held serve, right? Can this be a home series? Can Milwaukee go back to Milwaukee? We'll see tomorrow if they can be able to win game three and then possibly win game four and tie this up. It's possible. Stranger things have happened. I've called it the bizarro playoffs for a reason. So would I be shocked? No. No, I wouldn't be shocked. 
But I would be surprised because that would mean that Coach Bud would have to make adjustments that he hasn't made this entire postseason. Hell, for the last three years for this team. So that would surprise me because the Milwaukee Bucks over the last three seasons in the playoffs have played stupid basketball. You got a head coach that's playing checkers with a chess player. Monty Williams is a chess player. He's playing this masterfully. And if they don't get their act together, this series is going to be over before we even realize. Stop taking so many stupid threes. Start making some adjustments. Go smaller. Put Giannis at the five. Do something different. Because if you don't, you're going to get kicked out of the NBA Finals. Just like how Dalton threw out those guys out the club. Because the team played too stupid to have a good time. (laughs) Coming up after the break, phone a friend with my boy Keith on a Saturday. It's all even. Yo, it's your man DJ G Money for that Flip the Script podcast. Yeah, 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 we in the studio right now. Flip shut up. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, listen. Shout out to the All Even podcast, my oh, man Barry oh, Grant Jr. Whoa, 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 What's up, whoa, man? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened? What you, what you, what you want to say to the people? Shout out somebody else's podcast. Yeah, don't make it the joint. What's up? All Even. All Even podcast. Yo, it ain't even up here, boy. <laughs> we put this yo something. All Even. Yo, you. Oh my God. What's up with you, man? Now you well, that's a shot of you keeping this? Yeah, keep all that. <laughs> you want to jump on the podcast, right? Yeah, only the all even podcast, right? All even. That's your man? My man. All right, shout out to all even podcast. 100% equal. Is he equal? Let me see. Is he cool? Welcome back, y'all. So now to my favorite segment Phone a friend. Call him up. Call him up, call him up, call him up, call him up, call him up. Competing for a reason, trying to stay undefeated, yeah. Call him up, 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 call him up. Game of the season, don't lie, we're all leaving, yeah. Who we have on the show today is a very good friend of mine. I've pretty much known him all my life, which is very, very annoying. Since the time I was probably like six, seven years old. You know, I've seen him grow up. He's seen me grow up. We're old men now. We love sports still. We still argue about certain things. Welcome to the show, my man, Keith. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Barry. Thank you for having me. Uh, You know, I've been paying attention to what you've been doing. And and I got to say that uh, you're on the right track. You're doing doing some big things, man. I, I like it. I like it a lot. I appreciate it, man. Don't a lot of the people talking about you. You keeping track of me, man. You don't watch my show. <laughs> you don't watch my show, man. You don't watch my show. <laughs> you my guy, man. You my guy. You my guy. <laughs> nah, definitely, man. So, you know, I know that you're doing the real estate stuff. So, you know, you know, I, 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 I want to give you a little time to plug that. Sure. Um. Yeah, I've been in real estate for. Oh man. Uh, I'd say ten years now. Uh, licensed in New York State, uh, helping families, you know, find their dreams. So, um, you know, that's on soldbykeith.com. You can find me on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, um, website, soldbykeith, um, helping investors, buyers, sellers, 
And anybody who's looking to learn anything about real estate, I, you know, I'm always willing to answer any questions or help out any way that I can. Definitely, man. Definitely. So, you know, you've always been like a um, kind of like a go getter type of guy. Like, you know, you've always tried to put your name in the different hats and different things. So do you feel that the real estate thing is is something that that you can really hang your hat on and say, you know, this is this is the lane that I want to go into? Or is it just one of the many things that you like to dabble in? See, that's a, a mixed bag. Um, yes and no. So, yes, I love real estate. I've always liked real estate just because of the different structures, the houses, um, the different things that people do when it comes to custom. Uh, I think I just saw like a back porch the other day that looked amazing. Yeah. You know, there's always that part of it, um, the wealth building part of it. Um, but at the same token, yes, you know, I've always been somebody who's been on the go. So, I do have a couple of other things going on at the same time, but you know, it just keeps me young. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you know, I've always called you an evil genius. That's, that's pretty much what you are. <laughs> you just, just always, you know, it's like the, what am I going to do to take over the world type? Shit, you know what I mean? So um, <laughs> nah, definitely, man. I, I, um, I always am very supportive of what you're doing, man. So, you know, I hope, Likewise. hopefully, hopefully you get one of those, uh, those $15 million houses to sell so you can get that nice commission. There's <laughs> so, so much on the table, so much going on, but I appreciate that. Nah, definitely, man, definitely. So let's get into some NBA talk, my man. You know, we we love the NBA. We uh, we argue about it. You know, we've been playing 2K since 2K existed. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. I got about, like, 90 championships. You got, like, three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the people now. <laughs> You know what I mean? But now, oh, you know, man. it's always it's always a good back and forth. So, in your opinion, those, because, those three burn people, those three burn. Don't right, let right. Them, don't let them hurt you. <laughs> Listen, man, all the championship that you've won in 2K, I remember every single one of them. I remember <laughs> the year. I remember what time it was. I remember what I was eating. I remember how you were sitting. <laughs> I remember all of that stuff. So, I don't forget. I don't forget. You know good times, man. Good times. <laughs> But, um, you know, based off these two games, what have you seen in regards to the Suns? What have you seen in regards to the Bucks? And do you think that this is going to be a long series either way? Or do you feel that one team has the advantage over the other? Well, it's, it's funny. I thought that the Bucks had, you know, somewhat an advantage of, you know, being in this position – over and over and over, year after year. And, you know, this year being the year that they, they beat all of their so quote-unquote monsters. They beat the Heat, who, you know, defeated them last year. They beat the Sixers. They beat um, – who else did they beat? They beat three teams that were nemesis of theirs coming along this journey. So Not the Sixers. I, thought, I said the, 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 the Nets. Oh, yes, the Nets. The Nets. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. I meant to say the Nets. So – you know, they, they've gone along this journey. I think beating KD was was a big move, but it seems to be, you know, it, it come into the book train. <laughs> the, the book CP3, Aiden, uh, these guys look amazing. I, I like what they've done. Uh, CP3's come in there uh, and kind of really put these guys in a position to make everyone happy. Yeah, definitely, man. So um, 
I mean, so do you feel that the Suns now have the advantage? Like, if, if that's the case, do you think that this is going to be a, a short series or you think they that the bus can be able to extend it? Now, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking that the Bucks are going to make an attempt. I think the Bucks are good for at least one, maybe two games. Uh, so I'll give you maybe five. You know, the Suns in four, we can, you know, put that away. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd say five, maybe six, um, provided that these guys stay healthy and uh, and everything's going the way that it is. I, I don't know if they can be stopped right now. Giannis, you know, he gave them everything that got the last game. And, uh, you know, it, it seems like they can't even stop the other team. So, uh, I don't know. It, it's looking pretty bad for the Bucks right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I the the thing is with the Bucks, what I've seen the entire season, what I've seen for three years, because I've been talking about it on this show for as long as I've had this show, which is you know close to a year now. But you know, Coach Bud, he doesn't make adjustments. Um, they're the same team that they are to start the game to finish the game. He right. he's not aware of what the hell is going on, and he's getting out coached by Monty Williams. Monty Williams is over there running laps around him. Exactly. A phenomenal coach, fantastic coach. So that's one problem. The other problem that I have with this team is Drew Holiday. I think Drew Holiday has had a horrible playoff. You know, this is his first extended run in the playoffs. It could be nerves. It could be the fact that he's just not that, that guy. I don't know, but I am sick and tired of seeing him hoist up threes like he's uh, Steph Curry or Klay Thompson. Get to the basket, do something, create for your team. He was even missing layups too. So I can't even say go to the basket and try to score. Like it's right, just right. it's just a lot of mistakes that he makes. Now defensively, he didn't play too bad, but do you feel that he can be able to turn his game around and possibly help the Bucks turn the series around? Yeah, I think that's gonna be a, a big key. I think you know. Going back into Milwaukee, you're going to need good games from Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. Um, you know, those two are going to be really important, really big for the Bucks if they want to get back into the series. Right. Um, and, and definitely the bench. Hopefully some more help off the bench to, you know, create that offensive punch that they need. Right now the Suns are just rolling them over, um, having 118 points in both games so far so it's looking pretty bad right now and, and like you said uh coach bud he doesn't have a history of, of making good adjustments uh, you know it doesn't you know I, i'm not sure how much confidence i have in them but you know it's still pretty early in the in the series i'm sure they're going to get a game or two in milwaukee i'm sure you're going to get at least one strong game out of chris middleton he's been doing uh, a decent job being you know batman and robin with Giannis. So um, it's going to be interesting to see, but definitely Drew Holiday is going to need a, a really big game. Um, and also Chris Middleton. I think Chris Middleton is going to be the key. Yeah, I ain't going to hold you, man. I ain't going to hold you, Keith. Uh, I think that if they lose this series, Drew Holiday, Coach Budenholzer, they both need to go on the same bus getting out of town because yeah. it, it's, you know, maybe Drew stays. I'm trolling. I, I'm sure he's going to stay. He just signed a big extension with the team. He's not going anywhere, but Coach Bud, it's time for him to go because they're not going to get any better under him. They they have to get somebody else in there that has more experience than Coach Bud 
that doesn't choke under the pressure like he does because he did it mm-hmm. in Atlanta. He's doing it here and he'll do mm-hmm. it somewhere else if he finds another job because you know that these retread coaches always tend to get other jobs elsewhere, right? While the other guys tend to just kind of stay in assistant coaching mode. You know the other guys that I'm talking about in regards to right. complexion. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So, right. um, you know, uh, I, I personally, like, I'm not putting a prediction on this series. That's why I asked you. <laughs> I'm not doing it because it's been the Bizarro playoffs. Uh, it's been the Twilight you know, Zone playoffs, and I'm not it, touching it. I'm not touching it. You know, it's funny because, like I said, I, I thought I, I picked the Bucks coming in. I actually picked the Bucks because, you know, Giannis, that's supposed to be MVP, former MVP. Um, you know, and these guys, like I said, I thought that they've had that history. They got eliminated last year got eliminated the year before, but they've been playing the same teams. They've had continuity. They added P.J. Tucker. You know, they added Drew Holiday, you know. And um, right now they're just, you know, running into a situation where, you know, we're back into that point guard debate. CP3, Monty Williams, they're opening, they're reopening that whole point guard debate to where, okay, you really need smart basketball minds offensive minds, you know, around the organization to really be able to have some good offense, really good plays, especially when it comes down to the playoffs. You, you need guys that can get buckets, that can distribute, that could, you know, set everybody up, keep, keep, keep everybody in line, but, you know, motivated at the same time. It, you know, everything comes in play, whether it comes to play guards, it comes to the coaches, uh, a lot of questions come in mind with Drew Holiday and Coach Bud. Yeah, man. I mean, that's a great point that you made in regards to, you know, it's it's all about IQ. It's about having the right guy on the floor to be able to facilitate and dictate that offense, get guys involved, score when they need to, mm-hmm. understand, uh, um, you, you know, certain times in the game, two-minute drills. You know, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot that goes into being the point guard and being Chris Paul and the responsibilities that he has. So it's very important to see you're seeing one guy doing it right. You're seeing another guy who is not really a point guard because the last couple of years in New Orleans, he was actually the off guard. So they took the ball out of his hands in regards to making decisions for the team and just said, yeah, go ahead and score because. You just turning the ball over. You don't. You 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 really don't know how to set it everybody up. So set yourself up. You know what I'm saying? So this, I, that's that's the problem is that he, they they've put him in a role that he really hasn't been in in a few years. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, man. It's um, yeah. I I I don't know. It doesn't look it doesn't look good for the Bucks. But here's the thing. Like I said, it's the Bizarro playoffs. I right, would right. not be surprised if Milwaukee goes home and wins two straight games. I wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't be yeah. surprised because these are how these playoffs have gone. Mm-hmm. You know Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton was was huge down in Brooklyn. So uh, you know who knows where this goes uh, further into the series. Um, I, but I, I can't say enough, man. CP3. He's giving me Jason Kidd. Come on, come on. You, you got to relax. You got to relax. All right. All right. You got to relax. Slow down. I slow down. You, you got to relax. It's only two games. All right. It's only two games. You, you got to relax, man. <laughs> These pe- y- 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 y'all are prisoners of the moment with Chris Paul. I'm hearing people talk about, oh, you know, he's these top five. Histor- like, come on, man. Come on. He's all right. 
But come on, just 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 relax. Just relax. Yeah, let's 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 wait this out. Let him finish the job first yeah, before man, Bizarro let, playoffs take over. Let let's let <clears> now <throat> this was this was a a uh, question that I had asked on my last podcast on Tuesday. Who do you feel had the most has the most to lose? in these in these playoffs in regards to the finals mm. do you think chris paul has more to lose or do you think that Giannis has more to lose or more to prove not more to lose but more to prove that's a great question you said Giannis or cp3 right more to prove i think i think it's got to be Giannis. um you know Giannis, the last few years you know the bucks have have they got coach bud they've been Top seed, you know, top seed the last few years. CP3 is a guy who's been around the league and, you know, terrific player. He's brought in better situations in L.A., New Orleans, L.A. Clippers. Don't talk about uh, the, the Rockets. The no Clippers on the show. I, yeah, I, I figured that <laughs> hit a nerve. <laughs> but um, the Rockets, the Thunder, you know, I don't think he really has – too much to lose here if, I if agree. he makes it through and 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 doesn't complete it. But Giannis, ah, former MVP, top seed in the East, you sign a supermax, and to me it almost seems more like sometimes I watch these games and I, I, it almost seems like some of the other guys have more of an impact than he does sometimes. You know he has thirty points, forty points at the end of the game. No, that's um, good. Okay, I, I I like that take. So you're basically saying that it's like they're like empty calorie statistics. Yeah, you know I don't want to take anything away from the guy. You know he's phenomenal. You know he's he's doing good for where he's come from. Uh, he's a raw athlete. He's gotten a little bit of handles. He's he's gotten he, somewhat of a jump his, shot. His now. handle is suspect, Keith. Suspect. <laughs> he got he, he got worse handles than we do. You know what I mean? Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and he's a professional basketball player. He should be a, in, embarrassed having that type of bop. He, he has it's true. He, he don't even have a bop. He has no moves, <laughs> no moves. And and I think that's really key here is for a guy to be a former MVP, um, to be on all these lights. He just signed a, a big supermax deal. I think the lights are going to be on him heavy if he doesn't come through and at least win a game. It, it'd be pretty bad if CP3 would have came through the finals and, and didn't win a game at all, even though they're up 2-0 two, two now. Right. But Giannis, it, it's going to really look bad if he can't make a, a, the type of impact that MVP should make, you know, when it comes to the finals. Yeah, I agree. I, I 100% agree. I said the same thing on my show. I said that Giannis has more to prove because of all the points that you laid out. He's a two-time MVP. They gave him the defensive play of the year that I believe that should have been Anthony Davis's award. Um, you know, the Bucs were the number one seed the last few years in the Eastern Conference. They were the favorites to come out of the East and, and get to the finals. They did not do that. They came up short. Now he's in the NBA Finals. He's playing well. You know, he, he scored the most points in a quarter since Michael Jordan in the NBA Finals. That's nothing to, mm-hmm. that's nothing to like, you know, you know, put down that's an impressive right. accomplishment but no, absolutely you know a loss is a loss in the finals and you know people kill LeBron, uh, LeBron for having six losses in the finals those losses pile up and when they start yeah. to pile up the criticism uh, you know it, it comes with it and when you're supposed to be one of the 
top three players in this league, which he is, you are going to get criticized like LeBron James, like a Kevin Durant. You know, Giannis is going to get that same type of type of vitriol and same type of criticism. So I hope that he's prepared for that if they do lose this series, because that just comes with the territory. You know, that that thing that he does where, you know, he gets a dunk and he puts the crown on his head. Okay, you right. want to do that, but you better be prepared for the scrutiny that comes with losing when you do things like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right, and and that's that's the biggest thing here. Uh, being a former MVP, I think it's going to be, you know, I think he would have suited more from a trade, you know, from with CP3 going to the Bucks, that would have been a huge thing. I think this whole series, the last few years, I think the outcome of this playoffs, it just shows that he needs a playmaker around him to really kind of, get him going he's oh, yeah. good on his own and he 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 you know he's making records but I, I just don't have that strong you know not taking anything away from him but you know I see the eyes man the eyes tell it all and mm. sometimes he comes down and he, he's giving up the ball to, to Drew he's giving up the ball to Chris and it's like listen man if you really want this you gotta you know you mentioned you're putting the crown on uh, you know you gotta really learn what it takes to to get it done, learn some post moves, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he definitely needs a a, a mid post game. He needs like a a, a, a step back, one legged fadeaway. He needs a jump hook, you know, certain things like that. If he if he's able to develop those things, because you know, statistics say that he's the most dominant player in the paint since Shaquille O'Neal. That's great, but then you go out there and shoot five threes. I don't need you to shoot right. five threes when you can be able to dunk on everybody's head. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, there's a lot of things that he can definitely improve on. He's young enough to be able to add more things to his game as he gets a little older, but he's young, Keith, but he ain't that young. You understand what I'm saying? Like, once you once you start to get MVPs under your belt, once you get a defensive player of the year, once you elevate yourself to the top five players in this league, there are no excuses. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to hear people, oh, well, you know, the Bucks, they need more help. Be honest. No, 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 no. I don't want to hear all that. No, because when LeBron James lost to, 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 to Dallas in 2011, nobody was giving him none of that. They was trashing him because he had a bad playoff. He had a bad uh, final. I need the same type of, 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 uh, Scrutiny. Of, of scrutiny for, for Giannis. And, and it's not the fact that I'm trying to compare. I'm just saying that when you're in that chair, you get you, yeah. get, you get the same stones thrown at you. You feel what I'm saying? So oh, absolutely. You know, that's that that's all I'm saying, man. But um, you know, moving along, like what do you think the Bucks like if the Bucks do lose, what do right. you feel they need to improve on to get back? to the NBA Finals and possibly win next time? Because obviously the Eastern Conference, I can see the Bucs still being a dominant team in the Eastern Conference next season and probably right. for the next few seasons, right? But what is it going to take for them, in your opinion, to actually get over the hump? Wow. You know, the Bucs, like I said, they, they made quite a few adjustments as far as roster, you know, yeah. coming into the season – you know, I thought that they were a little bit light, a little bit short, and I thought that Giannis was a little crazy to sign 
uh, such a long-term contract with a team that didn't put the right pieces around him. Um, but they went out there. They tried to do their best. They went ahead, got Drew Holiday, P.J. Tucker. Um, they had that botched trade for Bogdan, I believe. Right. <clears throat> but um, at this point, if they do, you know, go back home, go fishing, as they say, uh, what can you do? You know, it's going to be tough. I mean, even with it as it is, I believe that they traded away most of their assets just to even get here. Yeah. Um, what can you do? I, well, I think you got to change the coach. Well, yes, definitely change the coach. I agree with you. I, I think you hit it. You hit it early in regards to um. That sounded crazy. Pause. Uh, you had <laughs> you <laughs> you had said earlier that they need a playmaker. Like I think it right. would make sense to move Drew off the ball, move him to the two guard, put Middleton mm-hmm. at the three, Giannis at the four, and go get yourself like a real legitimate playmaking point guard. Now, Floor general, right. Right. Now, obviously, that's that's easier said than done because they don't grow on trees like that. But if mm-hmm. that's something that they can be able to do, that would be definitely an upgrade for them to have Giannis not handle the ball so much. I, I'm tired of seeing him bringing the ball up and going one on four. I, I don't need to see that from him. I need to see him dominate the paint. I need to see him get that ball in the mid post. You know, wh- whether he's passing out of the mid post or he's facing up, going to the middle, doing a little step back, you know, floater or 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 a step Listen, back fade away, something like that. that. I don't need him handling the ball. You know what I'm saying? That could be another thing. Maybe he goes back into the chamber and says, you know what? You know, instead of me going out here, I mean, I understand the league is going into, you know, everybody's shooting threes. I totally get it. So everybody's moving behind the line. But why not? I mean, you're in the paint, you're seven feet, you're faster, you know, stronger than a few guys. Why not take advantage of those talents and maybe learn two or three moves in the paint? You know, you get some one-on-one situations, you're close to the basket. Forget all about this, you know, follow through and whatnot. Just get back in the paint and maybe you should go see Hakeem and, and learn one or two moves there. And who knows? That might be enough right there. He need to go see Allen Iverson and get some get some yo-yos, man, because his handle <laughs> is suspect. It's just it's hard to watch. Like, listen, when you got <laughs> Al Horford cutting you off, you know, you got issues. You know you got big time issues. Got big, whole, yeah, got like, like, like come on, man. Like you, you just you <laughs> you dribbling like like in two K. You know, like when they, when they got the big man handle when it's like slow right. when there's no there's no right, like right. you know there's no blow by speed. None of that. It's just you know it, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's bad. It's yeah. bad. Well, you know, moving uh, switching gears, man. Switching gears. Chauncey Billups is the new head coach of the Portland Trailblazers. There was some. You know, Congrats. there was some, you know, some press, some some backlash about the move because he had some sexual allegation way back in the mid 90s. Um, and he just recently hired Scott Brooks on the staff. What are your thoughts about the the Chauncey Billups hire and also, you know, Scott Brooks actually um, joining the team? Um, big move. I think Chauncey. Well, I'd like to take a step back and say, you know, I thought it was a little surprising. I thought that they would look for more of a, a seasoned coach. Right. Um, being that they have Dame Lillard, you know, he's, he's getting a guy who's been in the league, um, looking to take a next step, take the next step. And when it comes to winning, I, would, I thought they were going to look for a new coach. 
So I was a little surprised that they went with uh, an inexperienced coach, but right. he does have some assistant coaching experience. Um, but, you know, that one was a little, you know, I, I think that Chauncey was due for a job, uh, an opportunity uh, either way. But I just thought that that particular opportunity was, it just took me by surprise a little bit. As far I, as the, as far as the coaching, um, that was another thing. Nothing against Scott Brooks. Uh, Scott Brooks had uh, some good success out in Oklahoma City with, uh, you know, James Harden and and so KD. But I thought that maybe you know I heard that Lionel Hollins, uh, Mr. Hollins, was one of the people that he was considering. I thought that that might have been a, a better fit. He, he had. Be- he better not touch Lionel Hollins. He better not touch. <laughs> I, I thought that that was a better fit just because Lionel Hollins had the, the grit and grind, you know, a few years back with the Grizzlies and, and Chauncey coming from his days with Detroit and winning right. the title there. I thought that that was more of a better fit, but um, Scott Brooks is, is a defensive coach, has defensive uh, schemes. You know, I'm sure that somehow, somewhere they'll, they'll maybe they'll figure it out. Yeah, man, definitely. I, I agree with, you know, all the points that you said. Um it was a little, I was just like, oh, okay. Cause I remember back in the day, you know, Chauncey was looking for like a GM role. And then all of a sudden that morphed into him becoming the assistant coach of the Clippers. I'm just like, mm-hmm. of course, mm-hmm. of course he would take a job in the basement to start off. Right. So, <laughs> you know, now, now he's, now he's the head coach of Portland and now he has Scott Brooks, you know, Scott Brooks had interviewed for the Lakers and I, I guess he wanted to go with Chauncey. So, you know, respect to Scott Brooks. Um, I think he's more suited to be an assistant coach, to be honest with you. He's had he's yeah. had some success as a head coach, obviously getting to an NBA final, coaching Russ in two different spots, um, making the playoffs with Russ, you know, in two different right. uh, locations. So, you know, he does he does have some experience, but you know, his his coaching I I, I would definitely give him as a head coach, maybe like a C plus. So as an assistant, I think he can bring a lot more to the table. So, you know, Portland definitely does have a a good assistant with Scott Brooks. But I wanted to ask you this, man. Dame Lillard is the the conundrum, the enigma in this offseason. Like, you know, he finally took questions today about the situation. Obviously, you know, he's playing for Team USA, and you know they were going to ask him at some point. And he said that, you know, He's never nothing has ever come out of his mouth in regards to him wanting to leave or, you know, if if there's anything that he has to say, if there's anything that that is going to be done, it's going to be said to uh, um, Neil. What's his name? Olney. Oh, yeah. Yeah. uh, The the GM for the for the Portland Trailblazers. So he he said that, you know, he's if there's anything that's going to be said or has been said, it's been it's been said to Neil already. What are your thoughts on Dame? What are your thoughts on if he's going to leave? Like, what are your opinions? Do you think that he's going to stay in Portland? Or do you feel that there is a chance that he does request a trade out? I mean, so two two sides to this, right? I think he's out of there, but two sides. Oh, you, okay, you I think, do think he's out of there. Yeah, I, I think that that's why they brought in that, – that might be another reason why they brought in Scott Brooks – because of his relationship with Russell Westbrook, because of his um, success with Russell Westbrook, being a guy who's won an MVP, uh, uh, a lead guard in the league, 
you know, along with Chauncey, that that might help deal with a guy, Damian Lillard, who is now your star guard in the league, who's looking to take the next step. But honestly, like I said earlier, I think that, you know, this is a guy who's looking to go into the next step. I think he is looking for more of an experienced coach. And, and I'm not sure if those two, those two, Scott Brooks and Chauncey, are going to be the ones to push him right. into that next stage. And, you know, damn, damn sure ain't going to be Scott Brooks. You're right. Damn sure ain't going to be Scott Brooks. So with that being said, you know, I think that's another reason why he went on this this journey, this trip to begin with, is to go ahead and play with other players, play with experienced players, experienced coaches, Eric Spolstra, I believe Greg Popovich. Pop, right. Um, so, you know, he's he's getting that experience just to see what it's like. And I think coming back from that, um, I give it, I give you the trade deadline. <laughs> mm. Okay. I give it Keith, a trade deadline. Keith, Keith, with the hot take on the All Even podcast, he said that Dame Lillard doesn't make it past the trade deadline next season. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, I've heard man, this that, way too many times before. The that Dwight is true. Howards. That is true. The the you know oh you know I've never said that it's got to come from <laughs> me. It's you know what I mean. I've heard yeah. this all before. So right, right, right. The, the, the Bill Clinton line, I did, I did not have sexual relations <laughs> with that lady. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, man, I, I'm with you, bro. It's, it's, I get the feeling that he is not happy there. He won't, but, but it's not the fact that he doesn't love Portland. He loves Portland. I think that's, that's what's right. bothering him is that he loves the city and the team so much that he's willing to, stay longer than he should because the thing is here's my take and i love i loved your angle mm -hmm. my side of it is that although they got a new head coach although that maybe terry stotts needed to go and they needed to find another voice in that huddle right the problem <clears throat> is that the roster how are they going to improve the roster because oh, man. because nurkic had came out a couple of weeks ago maybe it was a month or two ago and said that he was told by management that they're not going to make any any roster decisions all they're going to do are roster moves they're going to improve the coach they did that they changed the coach but it's going to be the same team coming back so if that's the case then how much better can you expect this team to be right now y'all quite that you know a head coach is is really really important absolutely but if the pieces are the same if yeah. the, if, the, if the fit if these pieces don't fit right, then how much can a head coach do with those pieces? You know what I'm saying? I think that they're they're these this team is is a good team. Yeah, you know, but in this league, you got to be a great team. Um, you know, I think they're gonna win games. I don't I don't want to take anything away from Chauncey. I think they're gonna be you know a good match actually, but just the type of success that I, I think that Dame is starting to 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 feel like he's missing out on. I feel like he's going to want to take that step out. Um, right. You know, you, you see guys like him, Bradley Beal, they're trying to make things work. Um, you saw this a few years back with Carmelo to where, you know, it, it's a, a loyalty thing. But I don't know, man. Something tells me that, that, uh, that Dame's going to look for some greener pastures pretty soon. That's fair. That's fair. But here's the here's the million dollar question for you. Does he demand a trade and where does he go? 
Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, for things to get there, he's going to have to officially demand a trade. Um, between now and the time that we get to that trade deadline, right? where does he go? Where does he go? I mean, obviously, the first, the first pick, you know, it's gonna if, be with. You gotta say Brown. If you say, if <laughs> I, I, I was just about to say to you, if you say Knicks, I was gonna kick you off this show. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna kick you off. No, no, no. I, you know, I think at this stage of the game, like I said, some of the guys, you know, you notice um, James Harden, you notice the James, uh, James Harden, the, the the KBs of the world, and Kyrie Irvins. You know, guys are starting to look for situations where they get to play with their buddies or they get to play with other, you know, talented guys. Not to right. say that the, the guys on his team are not talented, but I think he wants to play with, with guys that are really going to push the envelope. So right, I, right, I right. think after going to this USA experience, he's going to be playing with Bradley Beal, Jason Tatum. Um, you know, the list goes on. You know, I... Where does he go from there? You know, the first thing you want to think about is, is there anybody from the 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 USA team that might be able to poach him? But ah, oh, you listen, you know, you know, people are gonna be in his ear. No, for sure, you know it, for you sure. But um, I don't know. That's a that's a really great question. Um, all right, if I if I have, I'm gonna you know hypothetical. Give me three teams, three teams. So Damian Lillard. Uh, why not? Maybe Miami. So, you got, so, so okay, you got Miami. I take Miami. I'll Miami. give you Boston. Boston, okay, I like that. Um, and probably I would say the Lakers, but I just don't think that they have the avenue to get there Listen, to, don't, to, don't, to get a Dame. Don't, don't don't start spreading <laughs> propaganda out here. All right, don't don't do that. <laughs> Don't <laughs> don't do never that. say never, there, right? When never there, say exactly never. when there's a will, there's a way. Okay, there's a will, there's a way. But okay, so you got you got Boston, you got Miami, and you have the Lakers as three hypothetical teams that Dame can be able to go to. Okay, that's right. fair. Uh, you know, I, I can I can definitely see uh, all three of those teams actually finding a way to make that work because it it really all depends on Dame, right? Because mm-hmm. If Dame goes to management and says, I've been here for X amount of years. I've given you everything. I want to go here and just here. Please facilitate a trade to this location. I would hope that Portland would, would respect his You're wishes right. and send him there. They don't have to. But if that's the case, if they go play hardball with him, then he's going to just – you know, he can definitely pull the James Harden and really make things messy. I don't right. think Dame wants to do that because he's not that type of guy. So, you know, he would, I, I feel that he would quietly go to management and ask them, listen, I would like you, for you guys to open up an exclusive window and speak to this team here or speak to these three teams here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those are probably my biggest three threats. I think that those guys uh, have a glaring need for that point guard position. Especially um, Yeah. You know, Kemba Walker was a was a failed experiment, I guess. Um, but they need a playmaker, man. They need a playmaker. Definitely, definitely. Now I I I I wouldn't be me if I don't go on my 
Clippers corner beat down of them and just, you know, I, I threw a parade party. I don't know if you if you've seen it. Uh, it's, on, it's, it's on YouTube. It's it's ridiculous. Um, but, you know, I was very excited when they lost. Of course, everybody knows that. Poor, poor Clippers. Yeah, no, 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 no poor Clippers. No poor, no poor Clippers. All right. <laughs> they get what they deserve. OK, now here's the here's my question for you in regards to the Clippers. Do you feel that there is a chance that Kawhi leaves the Clippers? Because I am I am at the understanding or I feel that he's worked so hard to get here. I don't see him leaving. But the thing is with Kawhi is that he's such a, 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 a question mark. Like nobody knows what he's right. thinking, right? But so so if you were going to put a percentage on it in regards to him leaving, what would it be? Because right now I'm like I'm like 90 10 that he stays. Yeah, I, I think I could agree with you. Um, he went to management, you know, the Clippers management that is and, you know, really pushed to, to make a team at his home in L.A. Right. I, I highly doubt that he's going to, you know, panic make a panic move and and go to the heat go you know go around town i, I don't think he's gonna leave right okay that's fair and, and what are your thoughts about what what do you feel they need to improve that roster or can they improve that roster the clippers what do they need more um bobby no no <laughs> it's gonna say bobby jackson um uh, they have <laughs> They have quite a quite a few guys there. Um, they, I think they still need a few pieces. You know, Teron Lou's there. Uh, they got a little bit more from Paul George this year. Kawhi Leonard went down. I think they just need some more continuity. Um, they had a few miscellaneous pieces this year. Batum. Um, I, I think they need like one extra guy, man. I think they need one other guy to kind of really push them over the limit. Right, right, right. Now I'm gonna be I'm gonna be objective here. Like obviously I'm talking about the Clippers and people know how I feel. I'm gonna be objective here and I'm gonna tell you exactly what they need to get over the hump. You ready? All right. They need to move to New Mexico. <laughs> that's that's what's gonna push them over the hump. They can be able to be in their own building, have their own New Mexico fans, and be fine. Get out of Los Angeles. There's no room for you there. I don't want you anywhere near Inglewood. I don't want you anywhere near the old forum. Just go. That's my that's that that's all they need to succeed. If they get out of Los Angeles, hey, they might be one of those expansion teams like in hockey in like Vegas. They they're so good. They go to New Mexico. Hey, the Clippers may go ahead and win a championship. We'll just get out of Los Angeles. That's all. That's that's all I need from them. That's what they need to do. Hopefully, uh, you know, Steve Ballmer thinks about this and 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 goes through with it. So that that's that's what they need to do. Abandon ship, huh? Yeah. Abandon <laughs> ship. Just just get out of here. Just just go. Just go. But um, you know, let's go ahead and and segue into your beloved Knicks. You know, you are a diehard Knicks fan. Uh, I, Shout out to know, the Knicks. Res- respect to you because you 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 never you never leave them. Although you should. Uh. But they had a very good season this year. Very good season. Uh, Julius Randle, most improved player, had a rough playoff. And I am very critical of 
what the next step is for the Knicks and Julius Randle because the type of season that he had, Keith, he's he's warranted a big extension. Yeah. Now, if you're the Knicks, do you look at this as, okay, well, we need to see more because this is just one season of this type of production? Or do you just dive all in and say, okay, we'll give him this extension and hopefully – you know, he lives up to this contract. What are your thoughts about that? No, I think uh, shout out to Julius Randle. Uh, big time season from you, brother. So I think the Knicks are going to do what, you know, I think it's going to be business at the end of the day um, in the sense that do they like the kid? Yes. I'm sure that they want to max him out, but I think it makes sense for them to do maybe a similar deal to what they signed them to originally, which was right. like a two plus one or three, three plus one type of thing. So you, so you don't um, think they, they should go full five? No, you know, I think they're going to, he's going to be a guy who stays with the Knicks. I think this is going to be their guy. Um, they, they need some more playmaking around him as well. Their guy in regards to you feel he can be a number one option, their guy. No, I, I just think that their guy in a sense that he's a piece, you know, right. Like they're, they're going to keep Julius Randle. I don't, I don't think Julius Randle's going to be uh, the piece that they use to, you know, make improvements. I think he's going to be one of the core guys uh, when I say that. Right. Right. Okay. I mean, that's fair. Uh, you know, I, like I said, I, I, I would be very hesitant if I'm the New York Knicks to give him a long-term deal. But um, the Knicks have some assets. They have two first-round picks in this draft, and they mm-hmm. have an early second-round pick. Do you see the Knicks making a, 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 a draft day trade to go get themselves a star? Because the free agent market right now, is, it's very thin. You know, if Kawhi Leonard ends up hitting the market, and obviously he's the best free agent on the market, but right. do you feel that the Knicks are going to be in the uh, – the, the 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 trade business this offseason. Do you feel that they're gonna be able to go get themselves uh another another guy to pair with the Julius Randle? You know, it's really hard to say. Um I think that the season that they had kind of gave them an extra problem. I think that the 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 original course of action it would have been an easy answer. You go out there and you get yourself maybe another young guy, right. Alonzo Ball, uh, to, to bring along who's the same age as everybody else and do the same thing, get them on a short contract, and everybody learns and builds together. But it, it really accelerate, uh, accelerated this past season, and they made the playoffs. They made it all the way to the fourth seed. So now, you know, you have the big New York fan base now just breathing down yeah <laughs> and and yeah. it's just it's you know the the real the new york gm in me the gm business side of me is like listen i'd rather them keep you know stay the course you know get another young guy if you can get somebody you know i, I know the free agency uh ben is is kind of short kind of kind of short this year as far as big time talent you mentioned Kawhi Leonard. If he stays, CP3, you know, if these guys stay, the, the you know, the Baron is pretty thin as far as what's available free agency-wise. Right. So if they do want to make a, a move, they would have to go out there and, and make a trade to, to, to really make another step. But even there, 
you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, wishy-washy because we have, at the same time, we have some, some nice promising young talent <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's a, it's a kind of a risky game trading away young potential talent for a guy um, established like a Bradley Beal or a Damian Lillard or a Donovan Mitchell, maybe in a pipe dream. Um, you know, it's, it's a risk at the same time because, you know, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, man. I mean, that's true. I mean, I, I saw some, some report that wasn't even really a port or a report, but it's more like a rumor that Dwayne Wade is scared that Mitchell may leave. So, you know, if, right. if he ends up requesting a trade out of Utah, which I, I, I can see happening. I don't see that it, it it's going to happen anytime soon. The right. Knicks will definitely be calling. You know what I mean? They'll definitely be calling in regards to Donovan Mitchell. Um, but yeah, I mean, you make good points, man. I, you know, I feel that the Knicks, the Knicks are in a decent position. I, you know, if the if the free agent class was a little stronger, I think their decision would be easier. But yeah, the fact that definitely. the free agent class is not there, like to okay, that this this big star studded class. It, it has less pressure on them. There's less pressure on them to be able to go out there and spend money on a guy that, you know, is not available. There's no big stars to chase. So mm-hmm. now they can be able to kind of like dictate who they want to go after, what assets they're willing to give up. Because, you know, when you, th- when you think about Mitchell Robinson, his contract is coming up. Um, right. You know, there's a there's a lot of young guys that they have. There's a lot of guys on this team that, you know, Taj Gibson's contract is up. You got Derek right. Rose that's up. There's a you know, there's a lot of guys that that they have to replace on this team if they if not resign them. So, there's a it's going to be a big big summer for the Knicks, man, to see how they can be able to improve this roster because everybody knows around around town, yes, the Knicks need a playmaking point guard. They need somebody that can be able to score, get guys involved, and, you know, kind of push Randall down to where he actually belongs. I I, I personally feel that Randall is a three, not a one mm. or a two. Um, you know, yeah, you I him, agree. If you have him in a three, I think that's a very, very ideal spot for him. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, I agree. You know, I'm, I'm interested to see it, man. If there, was, if there was one free agent that you want to see on the Knicks, who would it be? Because you mentioned Lonzo Ball, but is there somebody else that you want? Um, believe it or not, uh, Kyle Lowry. I think Kyle Lowry is another guy that you know has been around the league for a few years. Comes from the tri, you know, kind of close by the area. Comes, so I'm sure he kind of knows the area, New York. Right. Um, but you know, at the same time, I'm realistic. I, I know these guys are a little bit older. They've been in the league for a few years. And he's going to want of these that guys, bag. Yeah, he's definitely going to want some some uh, a big time contract. So in that respect, New York does have somewhat of an advantage because we do like to pay. But I don't know if if. You know, he might be another one who's looking to play with more established players. You know, right now we still have young guys. You know, we had a big season, but we have a lot of young guys. I think the nice. oldest guys, maybe 24, 25, besides, you know, the Taj Gibsons and Derrick Rosen. Right. So, you know, it, it's, it's kind of, it's a tough, it, you know, like I said, it's a tough situation to be in. Uh, I think the real course of action should be to stay in the course, <clears throat> get another young guy. Uh, we need a wing for sure. 
Um, I heard they're trying to, you know, they were looking into maybe a, a Kelly Oubre trade. Mm. Um, you know, I think Frank Nilakina is restricted. They have a lot of things going on. <clears throat> Frank, 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 I had to Frank, throw that in there. <laughs> Frank need to go. He need to go somewhere. They, you know, Bur- Burger King is hiring. Chi- China got leagues out there as well for Frank. So you know, I, I, don't, I don't. He's been he's been a great disappointment in New York. Um, yeah. He, Here's another one though. Here's another one. I want I want your opinion on this one. Would you take Dennis Schroeder on your team? Ah, Dennis Schroeder. I, I you know, I respect Dennis Schroeder as a you know veteran. He's been in the league. He was on some of those Atlanta teams that failed. Uh, were running the East. <laughs> <laughs> except except when it came to the playoffs. Those guys were uh season teams, but um on another note, Dennis Schroeder to the Knicks. I mean, it would improve the scoring a little bit, maybe. But, you know, again, I don't think that that's a guy who <clears throat> would fit what they're looking for. I mean, they have enough guys who are looking at the rim to score. They need more of a guy who is able to kind of settle things down. I, I, they had a lot of times this past playoffs where guys were nervous you know, anxious, you know, rushing and right. doing extra things. And I think yep. having a guy who's out there like, hey, hey, slow down. <laughs> cool it out. Cool, cool out. it out. I think having that guy out there, you know, really makes a big difference. And I just don't think that Dennis showed that guy. Yeah, I see you just let me down, man. I, I'm, I'm desperately trying to get Dennis Schroeder from – being on the Lakers away from the Lakers how about we do a <laughs> sign and trade Dennis Schroeder you give us RJ you give us quickly you give us Mitchell oh, wow. Robinson you know deal right deal why right not there. right why not just, just you know deal. it's funny you mentioned those guys you know I'm a little nervous being a Nick fan you, you know you like the young guys the listen Barrett, I am st- I'm still mad at you guys because Mitchell Robinson was going to be the Lakers draft pick until you guys moved up and drafted him before us. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Yeah, I think we came in maybe two spots ahead of you guys. Awful. That year. Two Just or three awful. spots. I was so excited. I said, oh, my God, Mitchell Robinson is going to drop to the Lakers. Let's go. And the New York Knicks select. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny, though. You know, you mentioned the contract situation um it's gonna be an interesting offseason um we we have two or three of those guys in unhappy situations on team usa who knows if they decide hey let me go to management and say hey i want so-and-so on my team or how could we do this or it's gonna be really interesting it's gonna be really interesting to see yeah man definitely i i completely agree with you the knicks are definitely going to be in the disgruntled superstar market Whoever is the – whatever superstar says, you know, I've had enough. I want out. Nick's going to be like, hello, we're calling here. What do you want? What do you need? Talk to us. Yeah. It's, we're willing it's, to help you. I think their best chance, if they are going to do that, is right here this summer because uh, I think right now they've had – they have the most funds, the most money they had in a long time. Draft capital. So, right. So, what they could do is – you know, who knows? Maybe they can make a big trade and pluck away some of those mid-tier guys off of the free agency market to kind of fill in, a, you know, kind of build a team around whoever right. it is right. that might yeah. want to trade teams. 
or yeah, change man. teams. That, uh, yeah, I, I I like that idea, man. Let's see, let's see exactly what the Knicks do. But uh, you know, moving on to the interesting soap opera that's ESPN <laughs> right now between you know the whole Rachel Nichols and Maria Taylor situation. Like, do you do you know any any like do you uh, do you understand do you know the whole story or have you just heard like bits and pieces of it? No, I've you know I've only gotten a, a bits and pieces of it. Um, yeah, it sounds to be a little bit of uh, it's it's funny to hear that these type of things actually happen uh, behind closed doors. But no, I, I haven't gotten the full gist of what's been going on. Okay, so I, I'll I'll basically catch you with the speed, and then you know I, you can be able to give your opinion. Uh, so. Rachel was on a hot mic. She was in her apartment, uh, her hotel room, and was discussing ESPN's hiring practices and what they do and all the shady stuff that they do. And, you know, she wasn't happy that Maria Taylor was kind of given this job opportunity that she felt that was contractually obligated to her. And she did say that, you know, Maybe she felt that Maria Taylor got the job because of the whole George Floyd thing. And she's, you know, African-American and all that stuff. But she also said that, listen, I have no problem with you giving jobs to people for, you know, other situations, other jobs. Just don't give them my job. And and, And the thing with me is that I understand that because think about it. You work in real estate. What if, you know, obviously you're 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 an independent person, but say the person that that was running the company that you were at and they end up telling you, hey, Keith, you know, I know that you are on this this big deal here. I know that, you know, you you you're 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 you have this 15 million dollar house that you're that you're selling, but we want to give it to somebody else. We'd like we like for this person to have that particular uh, uh, commission. You're fine with that, right? No, you absolutely be fine not. <laughs> no, you wouldn't be fine with that. So it's like you know, I I understand people want to get it, get it. Uh, Rachel Nichols because of the, she said that hey, you know, maybe she got the job because she's black or whatever it is. It's like you know, hey, white people feel like that way. Black people feel that way. We we all feel that way when we get slighted or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? But my issue is, it's not with Rachel. It's not with Maria. Maria didn't do anything wrong. Um, she's just, you know, she's a budding star. She's moving up the company. She's trying to get her opportunities. You know, they offered her $3 million a year. I don't know if she's going to accept that. I heard there's rumor, quote unquote, that she wants Stephen A money, which is crazy, but Hey, shoot your shot. Right. But, um, why not? Why not? (laughs) Yeah. But my thing is that I don't have a problem with Rachel or Maria. It's ESPN that I have the issue with. They've always had you know, diversity issues and their hiring practices haven't been the best. And, you know, they've always had these little things go on there. Right. So it's like, it's time for them to clean up their act. Like it's not, it, if Rachel has a job and she's doing that job well, and you know, you got to find a way to be able to bridge that gap. You can't just give somebody her obligated job if it is contractually written in her contract like right that, that can get messy you understand what i'm saying if that's the case we're gonna see what happens you know what what comes about this you know in the uh the coming weeks and months and so but 
you know, that's my thing. I don't have a problem with Rachel or Maria. It's more ESPN that's, that has my um my criticism. Yeah, just to kind of piggyback on that, I, I agree. I, I think that if it was something that was, you know, something that was contracted, then, yeah, I think she's, you know, in every right to be mad about or upset or, or feel the way that something that she has a contract for is, is being done otherwise. So, uh, you know, there's definitely some explaining that needs to be done there. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, it, like, like I said, it's, it's all about how ESPN does things like, you know, nobody, I, I work too hard for somebody to come to me and say, Hey, you know, due to certain social issues that are happening outside of the building, you know, maybe we want to put this face here on this. No, not doing that. It's my job. Give him something else to do. Not taking my damn job. Get the hell out of here. You know what I'm saying? So I, I understand how people can, you know, how she can feel. You know what I'm saying? Like there were other people on that recording that were talking about Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. She didn't say anything about that. There were other people that wanted to kind of like, you know, they, 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 these, 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 these lighter people always like to take certain times to stick that in there you, you understand what i'm saying like she's voicing her displeasure about being frustrated with espn in the situation and here comes these other these other light people and say you know those black lives may like come on now that's not what i told you that's not what i said you know what i'm saying like that's not what i was saying but of course right. you're gonna want to put that in there you know what i mean it's, it's just crazy it is it is um and that and and the uh the young lady i think with the olympics uh, I think she failed the, the drug test. You know, that's, oh, a whole... that's another thing. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, listen, I, here's my thing. I, I'm, I'll give you my point and then I'll, I'd like to hear your, your, your side of it. The rule is stupid. We all know that, right? We all know that mm -hmm. marijuana in the States is legal in, in so many different States. Now, uh, you know, every, you go outside New York right now, it's, it's a different atmosphere. Like it's just, it's loud, if you know what I mean. Like, you know what I'm saying? I remember <laughs> I, I stepped outside for, like, the first time in, like, maybe a couple of weeks. Like, really, really stepped out. And I was like, yo, where am I? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> people just out there just smoking cows. Like, yo, this and ain't a cloud, no right? Yeah, it was just <laughs> a big cloud, bro. I'm just like, man, this is, this is wild, son. But, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, we get that the rule is stupid. But this is an international committee. There are countries that still look at marijuana as an illegal substance. Right. So you can't look at the, the, the committee and, and have them say, oh, well, you know, Shikari, she's a great sprinter. Like, like we're just going to rules are rules. They're stupid rules, but she broke the rules. And the one thing that I liked is that she fessed up to it. She 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 was an adult about it and said, listen, this is what I did. I own my right. decision. You know, I did it because there was a lot going on in regards to her life. You know, her, her, her mother had passed, um, you know, rest in peace to her moms. So, you know, there's a lot of situations, a lot, a lot of things going on in her personal life that, you know, made that 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 that's why that happened. You know what I'm saying? Right. But so you got all the people. Oh, boycott the olympics like come on dude like rules are rules you can't go to your job if your job has a has a policy don't put fish in the microwave and you come in with fish every damn day and they fire your ass you can't get mad because a big ass sign says don't put fish in the microwave stupid rules but rules are rules
You know right. what I'm saying? Like until 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 their rules get better, then there's nothing that you can really do about that. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, rules are rules. So, you know, you gotta have to go with what's been uh tradition, you know. Right. Definitely, man, definitely. So I always like to end my my interviews with a little rapid fire where okay. I, I ask some questions in regards to who you think is better than who. I'm not going to debate you unless it's crazy. I may have to step in and interject, but normally <laughs> I don't. So, you know, let me know when you're ready. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Better player. Paul George or Tracy McGrady? George or Tracy McGrady. I think I'm taking T Mac on this one. We're going T Mac. Okay. Better defender, Kawhi Leonard or Scotty Pippen? Mm. Kawhi Leonard, Scotty Pippen. Boy, I think I'm going to lean on Kawhi. Okay. Okay. You're going Kawhi over Pippen. All right. Better trash talker, Gary Payton or Chris Paul? Gotta be Gary Payton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Better defender, Draymond Green or Dennis Rodman? Oh, I think I'm taking Dennis. I'm taking Dennis. You going Dennis? I'd, I'd go Dennis, yep. too. Definitely. <laughs> Let's see. Better defensive big man. Dwight Howard or Rudy Gobert? Mm, you know, you can't you can't disrespect uh, Rudy Gobert. You know, he's defensive player of the year. He done blocked the, the league. This is my <laughs> this is my show. You know how I feel about Rudy Gobert. <laughs> <laughs> no, um Rudy Gobert, Dwight Howard. You know, I got I'll take Dwight Howard. You going Dwight? Okay, cool. Uh, better hybrid point guard. What I mean by hybrid point guard is that they're listed at point guard, but they don't necessarily play the position like a point guard, right? Okay. Better hybrid point guard, Steph Curry or Allen Iverson? Ah, man. I got to take AI. You going AI? My man. I, I, I go AI too, man. AI was special. He was special. Yeah, he was. Not, not saying that Steph ain't special. The, 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 yeah, that was a crazy. tough one. That but, was a real tough one because I but, really like Kurt. But AI, AI, man, he he he's he's another animal. Um, let's see, what's another good one? Better shooter. Uh, uh Ray Allen or Reggie Miller. Oh, Ray Allen or Reggie. Boy, oh boy, those are two good shooters. Yeah, I might take Reggie. Okay, you're going Reggie. You, I'll it, take it, Reggie. Even as a Nick fan, you're going Reggie. <laughs> yeah, because he's gonna talk a little smack. He's gonna talk a little smack along the way. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. All right. Um, let's see. Better big three. The Miami Heat, the Heatles with Braun, Bosch, and Wade. Or the Golden State big three with Steph, Clay, and KD. I like the the original, the Heat man, because you know the 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 Warriors were cool. They had the super team as far as 
the, the three shooters on one team, but they changed that whole team and, and made it all about Durant, with the Durant right. ISOs. Uh, the Heatles, they, they brought a real team concept around LeBron. Uh, they made LeBron the, the star, the, the main player, but I still think that they kind of made it a group effort still. So I'm going Heatles on that. Okay, I respect that. All right, as a Knicks fan, hey, this is this is a tough one for you. I would love to know where you're going to go. As a Knicks fan, if mm-hmm. you were going to, like, if you were going to not be a Knicks fan anymore, if you were going to turn in your fandom, right? Okay. And you only had two teams to pick from. These are your two hated rivals. Who would you pick? Would it be the Boston Celtics or would it be the Los Angeles Lakers? Wow. Wow. You had to pick one. If I had to pick one, I'd, I'd take the Lakers. <laughs> gotta take that. Gotta take that LA, that LA weather, man. That LA lifestyle, baby. Oh, I'm out there. You're out there. You're out there. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Um, better big man. Shaquille O'Neal, Hakeem Olajuwon, or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Wow. Wow. Shaq is dominant. Hakeem did his thing. That was a dream. Nah, I'm keeping Kareem on my team. You going you going Kareem, <laughs> my man. I'm yeah. telling you, big we going big cap. Go big cap, man. I I definitely <laughs> go big sure. cap too. That sky hook, man, for 20 years. That was that was ridiculous. Definitely ridiculous. Um, okay, last one before I let you get out of here. Who is the better 2K player, me or you? <laughs> yeah, you know, I got to say me. <laughs> now, this my is my GM show. My is, is 100%. Is my, this is my show. You can't do that. You, know I mean? like, you can't disrespect <laughs> me on my own show. Can't do that. <laughs> the, the, people, the people in the back, they really know what's going on. <laughs> they know about those championships, those championship runs. Listen, man, you got, you got some decent championship runs. I, I'm not going to hold you. But I, st- I still have the titles over you. Still got those. Still got. Nah, those. you got the, you got the MVPs. I give you that. You Definitely. The listen, they 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 need to re- <laughs> they need to rename that award. They need to rename that award after me. You know what I mean? <laughs> but Keith, listen, this was fun, man. I appreciate you coming on, my dude. Oh um, yes, thank you, know, you, thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know, just um, keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep grinding. Uh, like I said, you'll you'll end up selling that fifteen million dollar house before you even realize it. And then I'm coming for part of that commission because I was the one that supported you. So, right. <laughs> so, you know, just uh, let everybody know, your, you know, your social media handles again and what you got going oh, on. Oh yes. Oh yes. Uh, for sure. You could find me at uh, Instagram on Instagram at sold by Keith uh, website, sold by Keith.com. Uh, you could make inquiries there. You could look up apartments, properties, there, houses, um, multi-families on that website um and yeah uh, we have a lot going on there's um like i said there's a few other things i have working on in the background that you know still have to you know add some finishing touches to so coming soon on that but uh some merchandise um so on and so forth a lot of things going on but as far as your real estate needs you could always find me at Sold by Keith on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook, uh, com. If you want to reach me there, you can. Um, and yeah, that's me. 
Definitely, man. Definitely. So look out for my man. You know, appreciate you coming on the show again, man. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, thank you, brother. I'd like to thank my boy Keith for coming on the show. It's always good talking to him. He's he's a crazy Knicks fan and always believes that somebody's coming to the Knicks. I believe it when I see it. <laughs> I believe it when I see it. Coming up after the break, the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week, on a Saturday. It's all even. This is Cigar Gents and Gals. Just want to give a shout out to All Even Podcast, the best sports podcast out there. Keep up the amazing work. Also check us out at CigarGentsAndGals.com, where everyday apparel for cigar smokers. Let's get it. What's going on? What's up with you? It's your boy, the Candyman, the ALFRE to the D. It's your boy, Alfred, from the Rap Lab Podcast. And it's the one and only True G. Just call me the QG from the Rap Lab Podcast. And you tuned in to All Even with Barry Grant. Boy, that shit crazy. Welcome back, y'all. So without further ado, the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy, yeah. We pick candidates on Tuesday and Saturday, and then we pick the winner on that Saturday show. I am so excited to talk about this, this winner. I just want to get into it. May I have the drum roll, please? And the winner is Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma, forward for the Los Angeles Lakers. Kyle Kuzma is my winner for... Because yeah. ladies and gentlemen of the jury, Kyle Kuzma thinks that he's better than what he is. And listen, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with like thinking highly of yourself and you know, wanting to be better and aspiring to be great. Nothing wrong with that. Here's what I have a problem with, though. He sits down with Bleacher Report, and he says to Bleacher Report that he wants a bigger role next season, blah, 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 blah. And that's fine. You can be able to dissect that if you want to. He then says that, you know, certain things happen throughout the season, you know, Guys in and out of the lineups, blah, blah, blah. you can be able to dissect that as well. Not a problem there. He said that he's turned himself into a great defender. Eh, okay, like I can be able to say something different, but not completely egregious. Here's where things go left. They ask him a question about him being able to be like a 20-point score, and he says, yes, I can be able to be a 25-point scorer given the opportunity. <laughs> given the opportunity. I can't even say it without laughing. Kyle Kuzma thinks that he could be able to score 25 points on the team. Yeah, if you give me 58 shots, I can definitely give you 25. And I definitely have a little bit more basketball IQ than Kyle Kuzma. Here's the problem with this for me. Is that this is a guy that was anointed the third scoring role on this team. He was supposed to be that guy. LeBron, AD, Kyle Kuzma was supposed to be able to knock down shots and give you that scoring punch. Have we seen it? No, haven't seen it at all. Hell, we saw a series where he averaged six points against the Phoenix Suns. Six points. 
But this is the guy that wants an expanded role. <laughs> Let me tell you where you can get that expanded role. China. There's a lot of basketball teams that need players. And Kyle Kuzma would fit every one of those teams. You see, the thing is, when you start to believe in yourself a little bit too much and your, your work doesn't say that, your work doesn't translate into what you're saying, people are going to start to look at you really, really sideways. A guy that can't throw an entry pass to a center, a guy that can't throw an easy lob pass to somebody running right next to them, a guy that continues to make basketball mistake after basketball mistake after basketball mistake, but he wants an expanded role. That's like a kid that doesn't do their chores or is told to take out the garbage and he only takes out the garbage that's in the the bathroom but leaves the one in the kitchen leaves the one in the basement then leaves the boxes as well that's not taking out the yeah yeah definitely don't scream at me anymore because i took out the garbage i did my job no you didn't <laughs> no you did look how much stuff i can be able to point to say that you didn't throw out what's wrong with you use your brain i'm going to use my eyes as well you know what i see when i look at him he could be able to give me probably 85. But in the NBA, he's not giving anybody nothing. <laughs> to be bad at your job amongst your peers. It doesn't matter what I think, right? I'm not a basketball player. I'm not an NBA player. But you don't stack up to the other dudes. This is why the Lakers want to trade you. And I'm telling you, if you people thought that I threw a party when the Clippers lost, let that breaking news ticker come across my phone or the screen and I see Kyle there. I'm going to lose it because I would have traded him for a gym bag, a locker key, a $25 gift certificate to Olive Garden. It didn't matter. Kyle Kuzma just can't be a Laker anymore. That's that's my wish. That's my only offseason wish is for him to not be on the team. So hopefully this ends up happening. Hopefully these words go to Rob. They work something out. He gets traded to Siberia and everybody's happy. Everybody's happy, including myself. So I won't have to speak about Kyle Kuzma anymore. At least not on my team. I don't want him here anymore. Go somewhere else. If you're dummy of the week. You're going to be dummy of the week on somebody else's team. Not on mine. The man said that he, the man said that he could average 25 points a game. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I, just like that wreck dude that said, you know, I could have I could have played league if I wanted to. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, certain circumstances happen where, you know, the coaches, they didn't really like me. We didn't get along. So, you know, and then my excuses after excuses after excuses. Your poor play has made the Lakers think about trading you for the last few seasons. It has nothing to do with anything else, so you can continue to blame the role. You can do this. Yeah, okay. But if you showed them that you can do it, maybe they'd give you a chance to show it. But all you've shown is the ability to dribble the ball off your foot or go for a layup and it slams hard off the backboard. <laughs> like, 
These are things that you've done. The Lakers haven't done that to you. So maybe, just maybe, we'll both get our wish this offseason. So Kyle Kuzma, you may feel a little unwanted there in Los Angeles. And hell, you're probably right. But you're a winner for Dummy of the Week. That's all for this show. That's all for this week. I'll see you guys on Tuesday. But until then, stay safe. Stay cool. Peace. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcasts. Listen to the show on Podbeam, Amazon Music, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts available. And check out my YouTube channel, All Even Podcasts. And don't forget to like, share, and hit that subscribe button. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.